Welcome to the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, E. Vandervliet, with his trusted canine sidekick, Woody, where we bring you the news raw, unfiltered, and with no chaser. All right, Woody, let's get right to it. You know what we're going to do today, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to change gears here at the PBL Studios. And as if you're watching this on the video, you notice it's casual day at the PBL Studios where your ball cap don't shave day because we're going to talk about the Senate. And what does that have to do with talking about the Senate being a casual day? Well, nothing. I just wanted to bring it up. But anyway, today, Woody, we're going to talk about what would happen to the United States of America if the Democrats achieve power in the Senate. Now, that if they did, they would have control over two branches of government, not a third. We're going to get into that today. We're going to talk a little bit about the Georgia races because that, this, is the fi- this is it. I mean, this is the firewall. These two Senate races in Georgia right now are so important to our nation that it is imperative that if you live in the state of Georgia and you're a registered voter, you do vote and you vote for the Republican candidate. So we're going to talk about that. I'm going to give you a quick overview or update on the presidential election because obviously there's still a lot going on there. But this episode, we're going to talk about the Senate. So real quick, there's it, with the presidential election, let's see, uh, we'll go state by state. Wisconsin finished the recount, and it looks like Biden actually got a few more votes, like 80-some votes. So, oh, kudos for Biden. However, process is not done. There are a ton of ballots. I can't remember if I saw a number. It was 180,000 or 80,000 ballots that are in question. So now the court cases happen. President Trump has said that uh, you can potentially see a court case Monday or Tuesday based on the recount in Wisconsin. So this is where we're at. This week is so important, by the way. The, fi- the, the, the amount of uh, activity that's going to happen this week is going to be monumental. So we'll have a lot to talk about in the coming days of this week because there's so much going on. We've just talked about Wisconsin. In Michigan, the state legislatures are meeting to discuss the irregularities of that election. So something could happen there. We don't know what yet. But if you look at Pennsylvania, the legislatures met last week talking about the irregularities of that election and were outraged so much so the state legislatures want or have sent up notices and filed motions to take control of the elector. So if they can do that as a Republican House, uh, a Republican legislature in the state of Pennsylvania, they'll send electorals up that vote for Trump, even though the state has been won uh, on paper right now by Biden. Now, the reason they could do that, because it's written into our Constitution, which is a beautiful thing. The Constitution of the United States of America does not specifically outline how presidents are elected or how states send electors up. What is outlined is the electors are sent up to the Electoral College the second Tuesday of the December of the election year. In this case, December 14th. That is the cutoff. That's the date we're chasing right now. We've got about two weeks, that December 14th date. So big, big news in Pennsylvania. So watch that this week or it goes on because it's going to fly and hit the fan this week in Pennsylvania. It's going to, you know, things are happening in Michigan. Things are happening in Wisconsin. And then in my home state of Georgia, oh, my gosh, we're going through our recount right now. And I just have to take pause on this one because it's just so unbelievable what just happened. So a couple of things have just happened. <laughs> One is um, the Secretary of State, Brad Rasselberger, is 
and and I think also Brian Kemp, the governor of the state, we're going to erase the voting machines that we just use. And a judge yesterday uh, put a halt to it and then reversed his putting a halt to it, then reversed his verse and put a halt to it again, because that's so important if there's going to be any kind of investigations to get that forensic analysis of those machines. So, so we've got that going on, but this one just, this one just, this one just baked your cookies right here in Fulton County, which is the County I reside in, in the state of Georgia. And uh, during the recount, a dominion, server crash that's right dominion yeah you know that wonderful company that's at the the front of all of this oh their server in fulton county crash and allegedly i saw a story where the server was taken out of the room so now the integrity is completely gone there there's no uh, accountability there's no chain of command or chain of custody is what i'm looking for it's gone it's all over and 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 that this is what's happening in my state also in my state the secretary of state has not changed any of the rules for the upcoming Senate election. So uh, uh, already over almost 800,000 people, maybe more at this time, have requested mail-in ballots. Nothing has changed. So we're going to be dealing with the same shenanigans that we did before. So what, do you have faith in that? Yeah. Scary, isn't it? Scary because of what's at stake here. And what's at stake here is so important to the the future of our nation that I can't believe that a Republican governor and a Republican Secretary of State in Georgia, Governor Brian Kemp, Secretary of State Brad Raffsenberger, did nothing different in this runoff election. This should be a paper runoff election. We're going to be using the Dominion machines unconscionable so there's your update of what's going on right now so of course lawsuits will be flying all over the place the sydney powell lawsuit which was filed right before thanksgiving we should see something happen with that this week whether or not these the courts are going to hear it or just toss it out all of that's going to happen so let's talk about this senate so here's why this is arguably the most important race right now the presidency what's going on in the presidency is extremely important but the senate is our firewall to radical leftism that's our firewall now if you are a radical leftist you love it you're stupid but you love it now why you love it i mean most people can't even explain why uh just orange man bad you're racist if you're republican you're for you know you you want to cage children immigrants all these things are lies or just ignorant statements from people on the left the balance of power as written in our constitution from our founding fathers is at jeopardy and whether you're a republican whether you're a democrat the 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 phrase of power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely should should send a chill down your spine and then we look at what the democrats have been doing these last four years uh you know this is some scary stuff so here we have three branches of government, the judicial, which is the Supreme Court, uh, the House of Congress, which is the Senate, and the House of Representatives, and the presidency. The Democrats have a very, very slim majority in the House of Representatives. They just lost another seat, by the way. Another, another I think it was California seat flipped. So there's 12 seats that the Republicans gained in the House of Representatives. Now, that wasn't supposed to happen, was it? 
That was not supposed to happen. What was supposed to happen, they were supposed to lose seats, but the Republicans gained so far 12 seats. And from the last um, view I took on Real Clear Politics, there's one seat left, and it's a very hotly contested seat in New York. I think New York 22. They're, they're like separated by 50, 60 votes. So all the other seats, according to Real Clear Politics, have been called your mileage may vary based on the source you're using, but the Republicans have gained 12 seats in the House of Representatives. The Democrats lost 11. There was one, I guess, contested, uncontested seat, but that's huge. They have like a 10-seat majority now. It's the slimmest, I believe, they've had in 100 years, so, but they still have control of the House of Representatives. They, right now, in the Senate, they're there are 50 Republicans and 48 Democrats. And, you know, in those Democrats are Bernie Sanders and another person I think identifies as independent. You know, Bernie Sanders always changes his party affiliation to Democrat when he runs for president, then right back to independent when uh, he, he, the president, his run for president is over. I guess the check clears, but he caucuses with the Democrats and he's a far left wing Democrat. So you've got 50 in the Republican chamber, 48 in the Democrat chamber, only two seats remaining, and that brings us right to this, the peach state of Georgia, the 13th colony of the 13 colonies. So we have two Senate races in runoffs right now, and it literally will hold the balance of power. Now, there, there's another thing that could happen too. Trump could win in his efforts. There is a chance. It's getting slimmer and slimmer as the day goes by, but there is a chance that Trump can win in his efforts and he retains the presidency. But if the, the and if that happens, then there are certain things that the Democrats can do and cannot do. And the one thing that they can do and they will do if Trump retains the presidency and the Democrats win the Senate is they'll impeach Donald Trump. Doesn't matter what he do. What he, what he, it doesn't matter. I mean, he could bend a paperclip wrong in their opinion and they'll impeach him for it and it'll pass in the House and it'll pass in the Senate and he'll be removed. Now, Pence will be the president if that happens, but then they'll do the same thing with Pence. And then um, I believe that opens it up for Pelosi will be the president. So the Democrats, if they win the Senate, the amount of damage that they can do is just um, it's frightening. I mean, it's just frightening. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about if they win the presidency and they win the Senate. Here is an article from um, Fox News. You know, it's Fox News. I get it. I get it. But it's Fox News. Yeah, their, their ratings are tanking. But it was written by Charlie Kirk. He's a very solid conservative. It's an opinion piece. The headline is 10 things Democrats will take away from us if they win control of the House and the Senate. Remember, they have the House. A slim majority, but they have the House. And if they get the Senate, and again, if they do win these two races, they have to win both of these seats here in Georgia, by the way. Otherwise, it's a 51-49. Um, if they win both of these seats, it's 50-50, and Kamala Harris will be the tiebreaker. So, in effect, they have the Senate. But 10 things. One is your money. Uh, they'll rescind Bush's tax cuts. Now, I know the Democrats like to think that if you if Biden wins and you make less than four hundred thousand dollars, your taxes will not be raised because he told you so. Well, he's a politician, been a politician for almost fifty years, and of course, whatever they tell you, well, it's always it's always true. 
Um, forget the fact that he plagiarized and, you know, you keep your doctor if you like your doctor, all that other stuff. Forget all that. Forget all that. Because Joe Biden now, uh, 78 years old, um, he tells the truth. He, why would he lie to you? Why? 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 Well, anyway, um, well, he's an idiot for one. So he may not be lying. He may just not know what the hell he's talking about because he's an idiot. But anyway, if he passes this uh, or if he gets elected to presidency and they win the Senate, um, Bush's tax cuts will be reversed. And anyone who is paying federal taxes, that's the key, federal taxes, will have a tax increase. It's that simple. I mean, sorry, leftists. I'm sorry. It's just that simple because if you pay federal taxes, and that's the key, a lot of leftists don't get that part. That eludes them for some reason. But if you pay federal taxes right now and Joe Biden wins the presidency and the Senate gets in the hands of the Democrats, it's gone. And your taxes will go up if you pay federal taxes. So you're going to pay more money, and it'll be other taxes. We all know. I mean, come on. These are the Democrats we're talking about here. Uh, another topic is economic growth. One of the first things President Trump did to stimulate the economy was to remove harmful regulations that left our small banks, energy companies, and other businesses trend, tre uh, treading water to stay afloat. Democrats admitted that they'll bring back the regulations. Fracking will go. Don't care what you, anyone says. You, the Democrats will get rid of fracking. There's whole climate Green New Deal nonsense. We will no longer be energy independent. We will now have to buy our energy from other countries, making them more wealthy. Right now, we sell energy and still have enough for our own. Um, they will put a chokehold on the banking industry yet again. The Obama administration, uh, I guess I should say Obama-Biden administration, used to do this thing called Operation Chokehold. And what they did is if you were an industry they didn't like, like gun manufacturing, payday lending, um, pawn shops, uh, they went to the banks and they said, uh, we want you to not do business with them. So that dries up capital. You have no uh, lines of credit. They'll go back to that. And then there's the Consumer Protection Finance Board, CFPB, CFP, I uh, forget what it's called. Anyway, Consumer Protection, I think it's Consumer Protection Finance Board. This was held, led by or created by none other than Elizabeth Warren. And what it did was it went after those industries that seemed undesirable. And it just choked them. It, I mean, it made it so hard to do business. Now, I get it if you don't like payday lending or pawn shops. I get it. But if you don't understand who, who uh, shops there or who those customers are, then you really have no idea the benefit that they provide. I used to be in the industry. I know it firsthand. And the people that came in, they, couldn't, they had no avenue to credit anywhere else. None. They would either have to sell everything they had or they were bupkis, nothing. They, they had no avenue to credit. And this was their only avenue to credit. Now, yeah, you can say all you want about the high interest rates, but they were high risk loans. I mean, you know, when you're a high risk loan, guess what? You're going to be charged higher interest rates. So all that will go away. Jobs, if there's one thing Democrats are good at, it's killing American jobs. During President Obama's tenure in office, roughly half a million jobs were shipped overseas to China, Mexico, and other countries. According to Obama, those jobs weren't coming back. Well, they did under Trump. Remember? Manufacturing sword, that'll die. You know, I know they like to say that um, the Democrats always bring more jobs. Uh, it just didn't happen. 
I mean, you you saw manufacturing go away from this country. So it'll be offset with part-time jobs because that's where the trick is when it's a Democrat administration and how the media reports it is part-time jobs and underpaying jobs go up, but that but you have a job. So they show that instead of high-paying job, well-paying jobs. Oh, it'll impact jobs. You leftists can say all you want about the statistics out of the Obama administration where unemployment went down. It went down from a really big high, but it also went down under Trump. And you try to give Obama the credit for that, which is absolutely BS. Now, good paying jobs have happened under this president, you know, prior to COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. That's what somebody right now, jobs are not good right now. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Your Chinese overlords unleashed COVID-19 on the world to decimate and hurt our country, and I'll get into that in a bit too. Uh, quality healthcare, you know, they'll they'll go full throttle again on Obamacare, and they'll take it further this time. There wasn't an appetite for it when Obama was tr- passing when they passed Obamacare to have socialized medicine. There is an appetite for it now. Actually, they don't even care if there's an appetite. If they get the power this time, they're going to take it, and you will have socialized medicine with a Senate controlled by the Democrats. Uh, Funds to defend America. Democrats have been seething about military spending over ever since President Trump announced his first defense budget. So they'll cut that and put us in more harm's way. And one of the, well, the, the pick that John Kerry, I'm sorry, not John Kerry. Well, that's a serious slip. Joe Biden uh, is selecting for secretary of state is a warmonger. I mean, if I got time, I'll go over it in the show today. Uh, Progress on peace. John Kerry, who Biden is selected as his climate czar, uh, John Kerry once said that there will be no peace in the Middle East without Palestine. Well, there is. President Donald Trump has negotiated four peace treaties in the Middle East. Four. Watch those go to the wayside. Look at how we've controlled North Korea. That'll go to the wayside. And then you'll look at how we have put some pressure on China, that'll go to the wayside. All that'll change with a Biden presidency and a Senate controlled by the Democrats. Secure borders. Democrats simply don't believe in borders. Much like the leaders of some European countries, Democrats believe that the more immigrants a country takes in, the better off that country becomes and the more altruistic it appears. There are calls to abolish the immigration and customer Customers and for customs enforcement agency ICE uh, and prosecute ICE officers tell you all you need to know. They'll be able to do that with control of the House and the Senate and the presidency. Gun rights. Okay. Now, gun rights, they the left want to get rid of your guns. For some unknown, maddening reason, they want you all to be disarmed. Because, you know, under their rule and under their administration and their guidance uh only criminals will be allowed guns because everybody will be a criminal so you you won't be allowed guns criminals will keep they'll they'll still guns because criminals well they don't follow the law anyway so whatever laws they pass in gun control criminals don't care now can they get rid of the second amendment the answer to that i'll answer uh, is no but it's in short but you look at this always kills me about gun rights with democrats is they're going to go hog wild if they get the senate the house and the presidency if they have all three of those if they do and and they start enacting all these gun control measures across the country do you really think it's going to help where has it ever helped look at chicago look at new york never have they worked Ever. But you know what they'll tell you? This is what they'll tell you because this is what they do tell you. Chicago, perfect example. Well, 
our gun controls aren't work. It's just that, uh, you know, people keep bringing in guns from other states. They're criminals. The criminals aren't going to care. They're still going to bring in guns from other states. The criminals don't care about your gun control laws. Only law-abiding people do. Outlaw guns, only outlaws will have guns. It's maddening how the left is with gun control measures. Absolutely maddening. Have you noticed under this president, knock on wood, God forbid there's not been a mass shooting, like a school shooting under this president, Donald Trump? Isn't that funny? Hmm. Anyway, I'll move on. Uh, social media. Do, 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 do I need to say anything else about social media? The Democrats get control of the presidency and the Senate. Oh my gosh, Twitter and Facebook will run amok. You think they control you now? Twitter is the worst. They're going to get even worse. I have lost about 1,500 to 2,000 followers on Twitter. And I, I, I have this app that I use. To, it's an unfollow app, I think is what it's called. And I can go in and I can see what happened. The majority of them have been suspended by Twitter. Twitter has gone in and just blanket suspended people. I got suspended for 24 hours at one point. And I mean, they just blanket, blanket suspended. I've lost literally 1,500 to 2,000 followers on Twitter because of their totalitarian actions. They, they talk about that they're for free speech and they want to protect the environment, but the amount of disgusting filth and pedophilia that's on Twitter, and you're going to sit here and tell me that my voice should be silenced because I'm a conservative, there will be off the chain if the Democrats get the Senate and the presidency. Uh, and then stable government is the last one that uh, Charlie Kirk here talked about. The most dramatic step the Democrats will take if given the chance is to impeach Donald Trump. And, and it, 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 it's good, without question. If Trump is able to win this, they'll just impeach him, like I said. It'll be gone. They don't care. The Democrats do not care. Right now, they're out for blood. And if they control the House, the Senate, and the presidency, they're going to be able to draw a lot of that blood. But they admit there's one piece that's in their way. And that one piece is the third branch of government. Remember, there are three branches of government. The Congress, presidency, the judicial. They won't and they can't get the Supreme Court in its current form. And that's the key. In its current form, they will stack the deck. There is absolutely no doubt about that they will stack the Supreme Court of the United States of America if they get the Senate. If Trump wins the presidency and the Democrats get the Senate, they, they, Trump will block it, but they'll impeach him. He's, he's, that's, see, they'll just get rid of him. So if, even if he wins the presidency and doesn't, if he doesn't retain the Senate, the GOP doesn't retain the Senate, it doesn't matter if Trump wins. If the, if the Senate if these two races in Georgia go to the Democrats, they could care less if Trump wins in his battle right now. They'll just impeach him, and then they'll impeach Pence. Yes, they will be that brutal. The, the days of civility are gone with the Democrats. Uh, again, it goes to a piece I wrote or I talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ago, David Horowitz is, we're at war with the radical left. The radical left took over the Democrat Party in the 1960s. The communist radical left and that's what we're at war with let's go talk about china because right now if the senate is is, is lost to the democrats they're going to coddle with china chuck schumer has said that if once we get georgia we change the world we change 
the world. China wants to dominate the world. They have a goal set for 2021. Economically, they've already met. Their GDP per capita, they want it to be $10,000 in our dollars per capita by 2021. It's already over that now. Here we are in 2020 during a pandemic, a worldwide pandemic. What does that tell you? And they want to be the economic superpower in 2049. That is the 100th anniversary of their civil war where the communist Chinese party was taken over by the communist Chinese party, a more radical communist wing. So yes, with a Democrat-controlled Senate, the Chinese have an easier path. You're starting to see why this pandemic is a scamdemic, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to do a COVID show soon. Soon, There's a report that just came out from John Hopkins that they actually suppressed. A PhD student wrote it. It's in my Twitter account, by the way, if you want to follow me on Twitter. Uh, it, and um, it basically said that the number of deaths in America haven't gone up. But wait a minute. No, no. COVID-19. We're all dying. Everybody's, there's bodies in the street. Well, I haven't seen a body in the street. No, the, the number of hospitalizations has gone up, but the number of hospitalizations always go up this time of year. And it's in line with what always happens. But the deaths, the deaths, the COVID deaths, 260 blah, blah, thousand. Yeah, but the John Hopskin uh, piece that I saw showed how deaths from cardiovascular and cancer have all come down. Isn't that funny? We've not had an increase in deaths in our nation. We have not. It's all a scam. And the Chinese, whoa, they've only had 4,000 deaths. Yeah. So the Chinese, uh, they love this. They want Biden. They want the Democrats to get control of the Senate because it'll weaken our nation. The radicals be in control. So if you look at what the Senate is, how important the Senate is right now, it's monumental. I mean, it's monumental how important the Senate is right now. It is our firewall to protect our republic. Absolutely our firewall to protect our republic. Lynn Wood, a prominent attorney here in Atlanta who is also part of the, um, the cases, the, the legal, legalities here from our regularities in voting in, in our, our state, and I believe also Michigan is working very closely with Cindy, Sidney Powell, has stated – that unless the Republican leaders get involved in this election fraud, woo, we should sit out this runoff election. No, no, Lynn, no, no. That is absolutely the worst idea. I, I have a lot of people, obviously, I'm in the state of Georgia myself. I've got a lot of people in Georgia that listen, a lot of people across the country that listen, a lot of people across the world that listen to the show. If you know anybody in Georgia, please encourage them to not do that. That is a bad idea, regardless of how you think what's going on with the recount. It sucks. I get it. It's horrible. But we cannot allow the Democrats to get control of the Senate because if we do that, oh, man, what can they do to our nation? I mean, let's talk about really what they can and cannot do. There's an article that uh, was written in R Street. Uh, this uh, James Walner wrote this article. He's a resident senior fellow at Go uh, Governance. And the headline is, if Democrats take the Senate, here's how the GOP can stop their agenda. Now, I'm not going to read the article. What he goes on is talks about all the procedural rules that the GOP can employ to slow it down. That's it. They can't change anything. They can just slow it down. And then here's the killer is the, the Democrats can change those rules. So there is nothing that if the Democrats get control of the Senate, that they, they cannot do except change the Constitution of the United States of America. Now, what they need to do that, in order for them to change the Constitution, it's very simple. 
They need, in simple terms, Article 5 of the Constitution prescribes that amendments may be proposed either by the U.S. Congress or by a constitutional convention when and if demanded by two-thirds of the legislatures of the states. So they'd need two-thirds of the Congress or two-thirds of the legislators. They don't have that. Thank God. Uh, in fact, the GOP strengthened its numbers in the state legislatures. They actually have more. This is where the Democrats lost bigly. And don't think they don't know that. They do. But, and they also don't have two-thirds in the House of Representatives, nor do they have two-thirds in the Senate. So there is a firewall that's intact to protect us from the Democrats amending the Constitution to get rid of, say, the Second Amendment, our right to bear arms. They can't do anything, but what they can do is they can pass all this regulation, they can pass all these taxes, like Biden's already proposing a $200 tax on buying ammunition for your firearm. How many people will be able to do that? Stock up, people. Hate to say it. If the, if the, if the Senate falls into the Democrats' hands, stock up, because you're going to be paying a $200 tax to buy a box of ammunition. That's how they get around all this. That's how they get around not being able to amend the Constitution. But again, thank God they will not be able to do that. I believe at this point in time the Democrats are hungry for this power because they want to radically change America. They, they tried to do it with Obama slowly, and they realized their mistake because they had a window. They had a two-year window where they had the Senate and the House of Representatives and the presidency. And they don't have that. They, 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 they realize now that that luxury wasn't taken for granted, or that luxury was taken for granted, I'm sorry, and they didn't employ it. They didn't act on it. They won't make that mistake again, I guarantee it. And you're looking at the Supreme Court. If you don't think they're going to stack the court if they get the presidency and the Senate, pff, you got another thing coming. Because here's what they're going to do. Right now, the Supreme Court is in the Constitution's hands. The constitutionalists are the majority, not conservatives. The left, when they nominate somebody for the Supreme Court, they're very consistent in nominating somebody who's a far-left radical. Very consistent. Look at, go look in the history. There's, it, it, time after time after time, the justices that the left put on the Supreme Court have followed the leftist ideology. Time after time after time, the right, the, the justices they put on the Supreme Court have not. John Roberts, pretty good example of that, right? There's tons of examples where a Republican places a justice on a Supreme Court and they, they don't actually rule in favor of the right. Because Republicans tend to put constitutionalists on the Supreme Court. We have a very solid 5-4 court right now. Uh, I used to say a squishy 6-3. I used to say it up until this ruling up in New York. Uh, if you're not familiar with this ruling up in New York, is the Supreme Court ruled against the state of New York that people can go to church. Governor Cuomo actually vilified the Supreme Court for that ruling. John Roberts voted with the left. It was a 5-4 decision. John Roberts was one of the four on the left. So John Roberts is, is off the squishy train. It's a 5-4 court. Done. So what will the Democrats do if they have the presidency and they have the Senate? They'll put six more justices on there. If they do that, it's over. 
It's done. The next thing they do is they start advancing their grab for power in the, the houses of Congress and the state legislatures. They'll start enacting laws, turning things around, so it'll benefit getting state legislatures, Democrats elected to state legislatures, and more Democrats elected to the Senate. How do they do that? How do they do that? E? I mean, come on, you know, how do they do that? Well, one is if they win the Senate, if they win the presidency, they will uh, give statehood to Puerto Rico and statehood to Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia. That's four U.S. senators. There's no doubt that the two U.S. senators out of District of Columbia will be Democrats. In Puerto Rico, because there are some Republicans there, it'll probably be 50-50. So they will possibly get three more senators. Oh, there you go. Now their majority starts to expand. Then they start enacting other rules and other legislation that starts favoring them. And over the course of time, they've got two thirds of either the House of Congress or the legislature. Boom. They amend the Constitution. It's dangerous stuff, folks. We cannot allow the Democrats to get a foothold. We, we can't allow them to get this power. Again, Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And this race in Georgia is our firewall, our last chance to block the Democrats. And I, I feel passionately about this, obviously, because I can see what will happen if they get full control, because they're frothing at the mouth angry right now. You could say Trump is the one that poked them. Doesn't matter. But that they are at, that they can act like this and that this is who they are and it's being exposed is a good thing we see it now we see the severity of what could happen and you know this is thanks to donald j trump for provoking them the way he has most republicans have been squishy and didn't want to poke that snake trump man he's been pounding that snake and this is where we're at we have an election with all these irregularities if you want to say it's stolen fraudulent you know what you have is there's credibility in saying that given what we know now all the anomalies and irregularities that we've seen in this election so we're going to see that in the senate race and it scares the hell out of me it just scares the crap out of me that we'll see a repeat in the senate race john ossoff should have never got as close to david purdue as he did john ossoff is an empty vessel he he'll he'll follow the party line through and through. Uh, the man will not have an original thought in his head. He doesn't have an original thought in his head. I mean, if you just watch him in his speeches and his campaigns, the man just, all he is is a walking talking point. That's all he is. Raphael Warnock, this guy, he's a little bit, yeah, a lot a bit more radical. Uh, this guy, some of the things that he has said in the past will kind of make you go, whoa. Uh, let's see. He signed a letter comparing Israel to apartheid in South Africa, uh, and he has a mentor that called for the destruction of everything white and argued white Christians are satanic. Uh, he also said it, um, you can't be um, a believer in God and in the military. Let's see, he called, uh, time, uh, there was a time a Warnock called police officers gangsters and thugs and bullies. Uh, there was a time he worked for a church that hosted and praised Fidel Castro. Uh, there was a time he was accused of hiding a police investigation to a child abuse case, and he's tried to come back and say, no, 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 it wasn't like that. It wasn't that bad, blah, blah, blah. 
but uh, he's defended anti-Semi and anti-American pastor, uh, the GD America Wright, Jeremiah Wright. Remember that from the Obama days? Uh, he said, Wright's anti-American speech after 9-11, that it was simply a form of truth-telling and that the social transformation that's been the hallmark of Reverend Jeremiah Wright's ministry is why we are happy to honor him. He is a frothing at the mouth radical this is what his quote was about the military america nobody can serve god and the military said so there's a video of that actually he is he's about as left-wing radical as you get you put him in the senate we got another we got an aoc in the senate and don't even get me started with the squad they're gonna think they got a ton of power if the left get the senate the green new deal you'll see that enacted it'll crush us economically so it's important, ladies and gentlemen, that we rally together. If Again, if you're a registered voter in the state of Georgia, even if you don't like these candidates, you got to vote Republican. We have got to prevent the Democrats from achieving this power because this power will set our nation down a path of destruction in our lifetime. We'll see how bad it can be. And, hey, you know what? You know, I know it's it's pessimism. It uh, it's it's dire, it's dark, it's bleak. But you know what? Our democracy, our republic, uh, has lived longer than any other nation in the history of the world. We have lived longer than the average nation has has survived in the history of the world. We maybe passed our due date. This could be that door opening to the destruction and the demise and the fall of America. We could change that. We don't have to let that be. We have to prevent the Democrats from getting the Senate. And we have to help in any effort that we can, Donald Trump winning the presidency, keeping the presidency. And one of the best ways that we can do that is to keep the faith to keep our resolve, to believing in this process, that it can happen, and it can. It's a tall order, I know, but there are things in play where Donald J. Trump can retain the presidency, and we have to believe this could happen, even amongst all the negativity, the naysayers, and the insurmountable odds that it seems like it is. But there are paths, and those paths are being explored and taken by Trump and his team. And we have to keep the faith and keep our resolve strong for that. And again, if you're in the state of Georgia, you've got to vote Republican in this Senate race. If you know anybody who lives in the state of Georgia, you've got to pick up the phone. You've got to call them and encourage them to do the same because our republic's at stake here. Hey, thanks for listening to this uh, Firewall Senate uh, edition of the PBL podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Um, if you... We're asking, we're asking for your help, and we've asked for your help uh, uh, in each of the shows, and we're going to continue to do that because we're growing, and we want to continue to grow. And the way that tech giants cannot touch you if you're a conservative voice on any kind of media platform is through the algorithm. I often say life is not the matrix. It is an algorithm. And by the way, that's on a coffee mug if you want to go to my shop and buy it. I'll get to that in a minute. So the one way you can help us is by subscribing and liking, sharing, rating the show. If you're listening to this to on Apple iTunes, 
uh, please subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and thank you to those who have. If you are watching this on YouTube and you're not subscribed yet, please hit the subscribe button. And if you're not watching us on the YouTube, please check. It'll be in the show notes, the link to YouTube to subscribe to the channel. It'll help in the algorithm. You don't have to watch it, but you, we just need you to subscribe to keep moving us up in the algorithm. And also on Rumble, if you are on Rumble, we put the videos on Rumble. Just uh, follow us on there as well. It helps move us up in the algorithm. That's one way you can help the show. Other ways you can help the show are in my show notes. I'll have a link to my merchandise. You can buy this wonderful coffee mug right here. Uh, I do have some with just PBO Podcast, not my mug always on it, but t-shirts all the stuff and i'd love suggestions what you'd like on a t-shirt too if you want to send me some memes that you think would be great for that i'd love it the pbl podcast at gmail.com another way to help us also this link will be in the show notes is please subscribe to us buy a membership on patreon.com slash the pbl podcast anywhere from a dollar a month to ten thousand dollars a month yes i got one at ten thousand dollar a month and i guarantee you if you buy a ten thousand dollar a month uh, subscription on patreon me love you long time and it'll help again keep the show going. It'll be anywhere from a dollar a month, two dollars, three dollars, five dollars a month, whatever uh, you see fit or can afford. We appreciate it immensely. Those are the two ways that you can help support politics and brown liquor. And again, from the bottom of Woody and my heart, thank you so much for listening and/or watching the show. And have a wonderful day. And let's let's keep America great.